If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches. And drum roll, please. <laughs> This is my 100th episode, and I am so excited about today's guest. I have the amazing Tina Pettis with me today. She is the reason, and I've said this many times on the show and other places, she's the reason I'm actually even doing a podcast because I fought it and I fought it for a while. I just want to thank you, Tina. You are a rock star, and I can't wait to share our conversation today because your life has changed in so many ways. So welcome to the 100th episode of the Double Your Sales Now show. Well, I am more than honored to be here and super pumped, and I can't wait to see where our conversation goes since we kind of already started it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we have to stop and so we can jump in so we don't miss all the good stuff. So yeah, before we do that, I just want to thank our listeners all over the world. I can say that I just got an email from someone in Africa. God bless you. Good luck with your business. I want to hear from you. You can always email me directly at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at Sales Coach Now or contact at Sales Coach Now. If you haven't gotten our free gift yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. It doesn't get any easier than that, right? It's six secrets to doubling your sales. It's a simple PDF, print it out, put it on your desk. It'll inspire you to sell more today. Also, because you're a podcast listener, you can receive a special, special price for sales camp simply by emailing us at contact at salescoachnow.com. I'm not going to tell you about it. You actually have to email us. And we now have clients who have emailed us directly and they've gotten this special price and they've joined us at sales camp. We'd love to play with you as well. So with that, I am super excited to introduce you to Tina. Here I go. And I love this. Tina is so creative and you'll see how why I love her so much. Meet Tina. She is spontaneous, strategic, adventurous. And if you aren't careful, she may just push you out of your comfort zone. In 2009, Tina left her big girl job and launched into entrepreneurship. She built a digital design agency up from scratch, but after 10 years in the field, she kicked the office to the side and found herself as a work at home mama. She did the one thing she thought she would never do. She jumped into a company that wasn't her own. 
This company happens to be doTERRA, and she proudly wears her networking marketing badge of honor. She rose in the ranks, brought her hubby home from corporate, and now focuses on helping other women do the same. You can find her hanging out in Instagram, her podcast, Tina Talks A Lot, or at a local close to her coffee shop. So with that, we're going to have this conversation. By the way, for all of our listeners, if you haven't listened to the original interview I did with Tina, go back. It's in the very beginning. It was a fun one. You can see and listen to how much she's evolved. Today, you know, as Tina and I were chatting about this, one thing that really occurred to to us about each other is that we've both been evolving in our businesses, in our lives. And sometimes change is painful. And I say that as I sit here with a cast on my wrist because I broke my wrist, which you know, showed me to slow down a little bit and forced me to launch a project that I've been sitting on forever. So I want to talk about that, the opportunity to evolve and the opportunity to also look at what's showing up right in front of you, what's calling for you, what's in your face that you've been ignoring. And we know that can be painful. So to start off, Tina, I would just love it if you'd share at a high level, share your story and, you know, the evolution of, you know, going from corporate to launching a business a very successful digital marketing agency, and then moving into the world you're in now, which is amazing. And you're crushing it in doTERRA as well. Yeah, that story. I mean, I could make that three hours long or like 30 seconds, but I'll do the medium version of it or the smallish version. So I was working at, in corporate. I thought, hey, I had this beautiful big girl job and my parents were proud. I was doing what I went to college for. It was like I was checking all the boxes, except I wasn't happy. And so that part is pretty big. And I was traveling back from our family cabin and I was in tears. Reached, you know, talked to my husband, you know, I'm talking to him in the car and telling him why I'm so upset. I'm like, I actually hated Sundays because I hated Mondays so much. And so I was ruining my weekend based on the fact that I didn't want to go back to my corporate job. And, you know, part of me, you know, one side on my shoulder was like, Tina, get over it. Like, this isn't college anymore. Yes, you have to work, wake up at, you know, 7.30 to be to work by 8. I remember just like thinking 8 o'clock was so early. Yes, Tina, you have to do this. And the other side of me was like, you are made for so much more than this, Tina. And so my husband believed that as well and said to me, as I'm sure I said in the first time I was recorded on this podcast, is he said, you're too talented to sit in a cubicle. And that was literally that one statement that just propelled me to take action into another spot. And so I love that. And I love that that's part of my story because you never know like what one little tiny sentence may do for someone else, right? And so he said that to me and it was August and I started immediately started saying, yep, I'm going to take on clients. I had no idea what that even looked like. And I thought for quite a while I was going to do both side by side. And after only a couple of months trying to do that, I quit. And so that was October of 2009. And I knew I wanted to start a digital. Actually, I knew I had a design portion of my life and a marketing portion. I had both of those from college and I knew there had to be another piece. So long story short, Facebook was just barely came out with Facebook business pages and I thought, hey, this is something business owners are going to need. So I launched that, wanted people to do work with me and have employees right away because I knew I couldn't grow the size of company that I wanted to alone. And so I started piling on employees right away. We got an office space about a year and a half in. And at one point we were up to 13 employees. 
doing awesome. Our revenue was great. Everything was fabulous except my life, like outside of business. My marriage was falling apart. My kids actually went to my hubby if they got hurt before me. You know, that's not supposed to be a thing. Like it should either be even or it's mama that you want to go to when you're hurt, right? And so I definitely knew that my priorities, although I would have told you at the time, were all in order. They weren't. They were all jumbled and they were mainly business, business, business. You know, maybe my hubby for a date night every year once in a while, kiddos, faith, you know, friends fell in there somewhere. And I knew at that point a change had to be made. And so I won't go into all of that, but I had four businesses at one time. And the one that won out was the one that you said before we started this, it was like a magnet pulling me to it, was doTERRA. And without sharing every detail and every reason why I really launched into that, the one moment that sticks out the very most is I had a gentleman in my office, not an ideal person to be in either one of my companies, I will tell you. He happened to be my husband's best friend's dad. Like, it's a far stretch, right? The guy doesn't have a business. He wanted to hear about doTERRA as a business, which I never generally talk to people about. It was such a weird scenario. But he's in my office. I'm just getting done. We're leaving. He's walking out. No one's in the office. And he goes, he looks around my office and he goes, Tina, if you're doing this well with doTERRA, what are you doing with all this? And he stares around the marketing office. And I was like, because I want to. Like, I just really had no good answer. It was like a little two-year-old, like, I want it, you know? And so I went back to my desk and I was kind of annoyed with him. I'm like, who is he to think he can say that to me, right? And so I sit down at my desk and I open up my planner and I have this planner with me all the time. I absolutely love it. It's called a soul planner. And she has these little quotes at the bottom of her planner. And most of them are faith-based. And this one was from a pastor uh, by the name of Francis Chan. And it said, We should not have fear of failure, but of succeeding at the wrong thing. And I just like sat back in my chair and I just started bawling. And I was like, okay, I hear you, God, like loud and clear. This guy was in my office for a reason, right? Like all of these things are happening for the exact same, some sort of reason. And in that moment, I realized I was no longer going to be tweeting for people, but I was going to be really focused on one thing, one goal, one piece was focusing hard on my doTERRA business and I knew that that's where I needed to go. So that was only like three minutes or something. I think we're good. (laughs) That was great. So we have to unpack this because I have a million questions. I love that quote so much. My goosebumps had goosebumps had goosebumps. That's going to speak to so, so many people. I can see you sitting there and that just like hitting you. What if we're succeeding at the wrong thing? Because I think as entrepreneurs, there's so many things we can succeed at and we know it and we can have that shiny object syndrome. What I'm curious about, Tina, so that happened and because you're human, what were your limiting beliefs about that? I mean, here you are, you're sitting in your marketing office, you've got a staff, you've got a company, you have clients, you have people who commitments to, you have your brand, you have how people see you. Like there's a million reasons why you should have said no to that quote and just kept on your merry way, but you did it. Yep. My anxiety just rose because all of those things you just said were all the things that went through my head. But honestly, this is brutally honest. The biggest thing was pride. And I had so much pride for how many employees, how much revenue, our beautiful office space, like just being out in the networking space and everyone knowing my name. I mean, like all of those things, I was like, what? And now I'm just going to go over here and do just this one little small thing. 
So I got hung up on that, really hung up on that. I still, to be honest, I still struggle with it from time to time because I'm like, oh, I feel like I have to tell people like what I once did so that they know I'm not just like dabbling in something, like I'm actually successful. And how do you tell that without being like, hey, look at my bank account. Like, I don't know. You know, it's just like a weird thing. And so that pride was the biggest piece. The idea of seeing myself in a different way too, like you dream, and when you dream, I'm such a big dreamer, futuristics, one of my top strengths, is I've always dreamed that Tenacious, my marketing company, that all of that was always in my life. Like no matter what, that would always be there. And to not have that anymore was tough, to think that that would be gone, and then now this is who I am. So it took, I'm quick decision maker. Like when I make a decision, I literally made a decision that day after I was annoyed with the guy, I get the quote. And that day I was like, oh, I got to get rid of my office. Like it was that quick. And so I called my hubby and he's like, yeah, you do. It was just like, he just got it too. And it just made sense. It was supposed to be. So I'd say those were some of the biggest things. I knew my clients would be just fine. I knew my employees would be just fine. They could all find other things. And I had been making decisions for them for so long, trying to think, oh, but if I change this, this employee wouldn't make sense here, you know? And it's like, I needed to start making the decision for me versus everybody else, so. Yeah, there's so much there. So at the same time, so I get like there, all the limiting beliefs and all the stuff that you had to work through and all the fear and anxiety. Was there a big part of you that also felt like a tremendous sense of relief Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Like it was just, well, now I went from having, you know, a large, sometimes we would have 80 different people pay us in a month, right? Like that was probably our high besides the times we'd put on a conference or something or a big launch of a course. But about 80 people was about, you know, so I went from that. So 80 different people having, you know, this need or that need or whatever, or maybe something went wrong. And all of a sudden I started thinking about it and I was like, oh, I don't, doTERRA has customer support. (laughs) I could just tell people to go to the website. Like there was that relief for sure. But also the idea of coming home and being able to office out of my house. Like I'm sitting in my bedroom right now because this has the best internet right now. Like, cool. Like this is so easy. And I'm here with putting my kids on the bus and I'm here when my kids get off the bus and if I need to work at home, I need to work at home once they get they come home. But most of the time I shut my computer and, you know, it's family time. So relief. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Priorities in the right spot. Yes. All the things aligned right now. So let's talk about doTERRA. So you move over and you let go of this very successful company. You step in. You're a newbie. You're new. You're looking around. I know you're competitive. I would guess most of the people who are listening are competitive. So you know, I'm sure you immediately set some major goals within doTERRA. Well, and I already had. So while I still had the company, I had hit one of the top ranks in the company. So I was already at the point from a financial standpoint is I was already covering all of our home things and a little bit more with just doTERRA. So that's why it made so much more sense that I did that, right? And so I, yes, oh my gosh, competitive, you bet. Yep, that's one of my other top strengths is competition. So I want to be the best. I want to rise to the top. And so I set some major goals even right after that. Okay, but more of it was about the people 
And that changed for me too. So when I was with Tenacious, I got to a point where I was like, okay, how many more people, you know, it was more of like number game than it became a people thing. And I knew that meant I was burning out in that because I was focused on the numbers more than I was the people. And that's sad to say, but it was part of the truth. And so, yeah. I get it. It happens. We've all been there. Yep, totally. Yep. So then this became more about people, you know, more about, okay, if I'm going to bring someone onto my team and I'm going to help them grow, it may, it was more about where they would be able to reach what they would be able to do. And so it may, it became more about their story. So even my husband, Preston could tell that I was back in my zone of like genius or whatever is when I would start telling him stories about how his lives were changed and not just how our bank account was changed or something, you know, to that effect. I mean, it wasn't like I was that bad at one point, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So for our listeners, like when you go back to, you know, you're making this shift, what kind of like, what was showing up for you? I mean, I feel like that's a theme we're talking a lot about in on the show and in the community right now, like watching for what's showing up for you and how you're being led So it's one thing, you know, we set our goals, but then we kind of have to maneuver through it because there's things that show up. Like what was showing up for you? What was the evidence that you were on the right path? What were the signs? I mean, I love that the guy who showed up in your office totally like made you crazy for that moment because that it triggered you because there was something you had to see. So then like what else kept showing up that helped you on your path? You know, the biggest thing are like when people do challenge me because I need that a little bit. And I think sometimes it's hard because people think I'm just going to do what I'm going to do and they can't really sway me in another direction. But it's always people that come into my life that will say different things that really push me. And I would say it's that, the challenging, but it's also people having the belief in you. Like I said about Preston saying, babe, you're too talented to sit in a cubicle, right? Like he obviously had the belief that I could do more than that. And that's the same thing along the way in doTERRA. And something that shifted in me too is when you own your own business, no one's patting you on the back. Like, yes, do we have friends and stuff? Like, do we send each other gifts and say yay or whatever? You know, like, but no one's really patting you on the back. And when you're in that network marketing space, you're getting patted on the back all the time as long as you're, you know, doing some cool things. But, you know, you're getting those pats on the back and those affirmations were hitting me like crazy. And it's when I hit, like I said, one of the top ranks in the company and, you know, starting to be... I'm in the magazine. Our family's doing a photo shoot for it. They're interviewing me. I'm walking across the stage in a beautiful dress. Like all of that kind of stuff was just like, I'm really doing this. Like I'm really doing these things. I'm not just adding an extra $500 a month to our life, you know, as many people sell network marketing as. It's like, no, I really made an income with this and I really did really well with it and I'm doing really well with it. So it's more of that piece. Yeah, awesome. So when you think about, where you were, where you are, what would you say to our listeners about being willing to make a change that's like feels like that kind of a quantum leap? I mean, for someone who's listening right now, they're thinking, oh, I feel stuck here. Something else keeps showing up for me. How do I make that leap from here to there? What would you say to them? You know what? It will feel so good to let it go if it's no longer serving you. If something's like already in your mind a little bit, It's kind of like, if you think about it, if you have a job and you put in your two weeks, those last two weeks, you're like the worst employee ever because you're already like sold on the idea that you have a new job. And that's this similar thing in business. If you're like, yeah, maybe this is so successful and everyone else maybe even views it as even more successful than it actually is, which I feel like in a lot of ways, sometimes Tenacious felt that way. And I say that because 
this is a little bit of a tangent, but really like the hamster wheel is we made money and then money went out and we made money and money went out. And so I don't have that same feeling anymore because I have that more under control and it's just different. I don't have to have employees now or the extra expenses with things. But that piece of just all of that in that part of the business, I guess, is the part of that. So I don't know exactly where I was going with all of that, but that's where my thoughts go. Yeah, just your advice. And I love that you said how much better you'll feel at the end of it. And you're like that employee who gives the two-week notice when you're not giving your best anymore. You're not your best and you'll feel that sense of relief on the end. I'm going to add a little disclaimer though, because you made a very good point, which was your income was covering all of your costs at home in doTERRA already. So when you made the leap, it wasn't like you were starving. You made a really, like you had a planned leap. And I think that's also an important piece, but you got to look at what's showing up for you. And I know, I mean, since then, I'm sure people have told you this, but you've been a beacon for so many people to make that shift. I've had people calling me as they're quitting, not a job, but like, you know, someone closing this business or closing this part of some dream. And it's like, another part of it is you will grieve it. Like I grieve and that just sparked emotion in me, but like you will grieve it. Like I grieve little things, you know, like the office space, like I enjoyed that space, you know, and we decorated all cute and fun and, you know, and I miss my employees. I really do. I miss tight relationships with them, seeing women every single day. Like I now feel like the daycare provider, (laughs) even though there's no kids here, but like, I don't see people all the time, you know, so there's things that you'll grieve, but my life is so much better now that It's, yes, there will be that and you need to honor it, but you have a new vision for who you are. I mean, one of my coaches, Ursula, you've been one of them, of course, but another one of my coaches, Mark LeBlanc, said that, you know, when you make a shift in your business or who you are, your career path, that it will take about 18 months for everyone else to catch up on this is what you're doing and this is who you are now. And I still show up at networking events where, you know, I'm handing out a different business card now and people are like, wait, what? Like, I didn't even know. Okay, that's fine. My brand has, of me, Tina, has stood stronger, though, I believe, than anything I created anywhere else. So, yes. Well, that's an important point that you and I were talking about before we started the show to make sure we just touch on it is that, you know, for everybody who's listening, you have a personal brand and you can take your personal brand everywhere and your past doesn't go away. Like when you're talking about, you know, telling that story, I think that is your story. It's important to tell your story. And the evolution, because you never know what part of your story is going to inspire someone. So Tina, we know you're an expert in many things from business development, business growth, marketing, social media strategy, and now you can add, you know, network marketing to your list. I don't even know. We didn't talk about like in depth what you're going to share today. You have so much wisdom to share, but I'd love it if you would share two to three things that have really helped you or that you share with others today that could help our listeners. You know, one of the things is reducing the noise that you have in your life. I know that that has been something that's been so helpful to me is I've been doing this whole business thing for a decade now. So you can imagine how many, you know, experts on this topic and that topic and this topic I have followed along the way. And then I'll add in another one and another one and another one. And it gets so noisy out there that you can't hear yourself. And so I was doing that. I saw myself even that as I jumped from not having all these other businesses and going strictly into doTERRA, I started to look up and see people that had gone before me, which is good. But I also started to flop it the wrong way and started to go into the comparison piece. And then here I was comparing myself to them and not really being myself. 
So I needed to reduce the noise. I went through, you know, simple things like my Instagram and my email and Facebook, and I just unfollowed a ton of people so then I could get back to center and like, who is Tina? And then I even did a little bit where I asked some really close friends and I was like, hey, who's Tina to you? Like, just give me a few one-liners. I'm not gonna put this anywhere. I need this for myself because I had hung my entire identity on the fact that I own Tenacious. And so I needed to, you know, shift that and bring that back to me. But anyways, reduce the noise because you are who you are. And a lot of times in branding, people will say, oh, I need to create my brand. And really you need to reveal your brand because you already are your brand. You just need to share it with people. Ah, reveal your brand. That's everyone who's listening. I hope you wrote that down and you read it over and over again. (laughs) Yes. Because we do, we want to create. We're like, oh, we need to create this perfect Instagram feed. We need to create this perfect email opt-in and then email sequence and stuff. And it's like, really, you're just revealing all the things you know and who you are. And that's it. The compare and contrast trap is we haven't talked about it a ton on the show, but I think it's such an important piece. I mean, we're in a time where, you know, there's millions of experts and they're great. I mean, you and I both stand in that space in different ways at different times. And I love it. But man, if you get sucked into that and just keep going and listening and listening and listening, I think it's so important to key in on, you know, and focus on a couple people at a time if you're studying or just one, or maybe it's nobody for a while. Like I've had to take total, I think that's what you're alluding to as well. I've had to take total breaks from all of that to just listen to, what's showing up for me. And I think for all of you who are listening, like your greatness is inside of you. It's you're unique. It's not anybody else's. And you have got to listen to who you are and what's showing up in front of you because you're being led right now. And I don't you feel like Tina, like we're the signs are always there. We're being led. We can call it God, the universe, whatever that is for you, but the signs are there. And so for everyone who's listening, like what's that next step that's in front of you? Because what if that's all you had to do today? Not, you know, thinking 10 years out, just like what's in front of you today. Mm -hmm. So I've had uh, several podcasts and that leads me to tell you a little bit about the one I have right now and why it's named what it's named. But I've had several podcasts and one of them, I interviewed Chris Brogan, who to me at the time was just like the rock star of all rock stars. He was a, he still is a, you know, decently big name in marketing. And he's written a couple of crazy books and things. And he said this statement that's a little crazy, but he said, kill your babies, not your actual babies, but He says, kill your babies because we treat each part of our business like, oh, but I created that. It's my baby. I can't let it go. And I mean, this just came to me, but I mean, I interviewed him probably seven years ago and I still think of that statement and it's like kind of what I had to do. Tanisha's was clearly one of my children, like one of my babies to the core. And so, I mean, I had to let it go. Like I had to. People ask me, hey, Tina, did you sell it? No, I didn't sell it. It was one of my babies. <laughs> like It still lives in my heart and my world and stuff, but I still have a small, tiny handful of clients that won't let me go. I don't want any more. Don't call me. But you know, if I really wanted to take on something, I would maybe if it really, really aligned. I'm helping my church with a bunch of stuff, which has been so awesome, being able to open up that time and be able to do that, which has been really cool. But podcast-wise... This may help some of you, you know, kind of multi-passionate preneurs, because for me, 
I knew I wanted a podcast again. I knew I love it. I had one that was called Create Your Click, and I interviewed people on how they built their tribe, how they built their community, their click. All of a sudden, I was like, yep, I'm done with this. I think I did 75-ish episodes of it. I probably should have got to the 100 mark so I could have had a big celebration, but I was done. And then I moved on to a few other more niche ones, and then I happened to be speaking at an event, and this woman was you know, sharing my bio and sharing who I was. And at the end she goes, and she has a podcast. And I was like, oh, I don't have a podcast right now. I don't even know what she's going to say. And she has a podcast. It's called Tina Talks A Lot. And I was like, no, I don't. But thank you for just naming my next podcast. And somewhere on my website, it said Tina Talks A Lot. And she just kind of, you know, took freedom to say that that's what my podcast name was. Now that's what my podcast name is. And I can talk about anything I want to. So I've interviewed my husband, We've put uh, sermons that I've preached on there with my pastor. We've done stuff, not even actually, I don't think we have anything on there about essential oils, which is kind of <laughs> ridiculous, but it's mainly focused for business owners, but it's crazy how many people would be like, oh, I love your podcast. I listen. And I'm like, what? I wouldn't even have thought that you would have wanted to listen, but it's such a variety that it is who it is. I am who I am, I guess I should say. And so I, whatever I feel like, that's what's going to show up there. It's a little different than the used to be planned out. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is exactly what's happening. It's just a little more loose. And I feel like that's a really good description of my life right now. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like podcasts are going that direction though. And you're always at the leading edge. So we need to pay attention. So in 30 seconds, and then we're going to talk about how we can get in touch with you. But in 30 seconds, what's ahead for you? Like what's showing up for you right now? So if I interview you on my 200th episode, what will have changed? I love it. So right now it's value. So I am working on anything I can to just be adding value to be bringing new people into my world and just not even necessarily to be like, who, how can I hook line and sinker them into joining doTERRA? It's like just, Hey, how can I add value into their world? And so I'm creating quite a bit of content. I'm revealing a new website this fall that I'm excited about just to be able to deliver more. And then I actually foresee that you'll see more of my husband and I doing stuff together, which I'm really excited about. It takes some extra planning, although we both work in our house. I don't know how it takes extra planning, but it does. And so we'll be doing quite a bit more together. And we've been pushed quite a bit to do some retreat type work and marriage stuff slash just health and life. And then you're going to see me in my church quite a bit more. So I know this podcast won't be, will already be out, but I'm going to be doing my first solo uh, preaching at our church this next weekend. And so I'm excited about that. And I, I'm going to be on the speaking team. So I'm going to be speaking a lot more in that sort of area. So a book is coming. A book is almost done. It's called Contagiously Confident. And so I've done a couple weekends away to create that. And so, yeah, I'm not slowing down. I'm just more focused. If that sounds focused. <laughs> yeah, just different things are showing up for you. I love it. So I would, I remember when you and Preston were on stage together at one of the before conferences and I loved it. I can see why that, why people are asking you for more of that. I still have the notes I took from Preston's talk about health. And I'm always trying to get more protein in Lucas breakfast. And I always think about it, I'm like pouring more protein in. Anyway, so for people who want to connect with you and learn more about what you're up to, tell us where they can find the podcast and the best places. And then also a little bit about doTERRA. How can we find out more about that? Because I love the essential oils and how they are transforming people's lives. And of course, some people become part of the 
your team. So tell us more and how we can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So actually the best place to find all the links to all the things is my Instagram account. So I'm just at Tina Pettis. That's Tina with an E, Tina Pettis. And you'll find my website on there link. You'll find my freebie download that I have right now. I know we were talking about this a little or so before we hit record. And one of those things was I was overcomplicating this process of creating a freebie opt-in so much. And so if you are doing that right now, stop it. Because I had created like full-on week-long, you know, crazy challenges. And not that I would never do that again, but I just needed something out there. I wanted to start creating an email list, right? A new email list with a new version of Tina, who I've showed up now as, right? And so I thought, what is the one thing that I've shifted in my life the most in the last you know, six months about. And that's that I have carved out 30 minutes in my morning, no matter what. My oldest daughter now goes to middle school. She has to wake up at six o'clock, meaning now my time has to be at 530, which is a little stretch for me, but I need that 30 minutes. And so all I did was simply write out what I do in my 30 minutes, outlined it like time, minute by minute. So you'll find that download on my Instagram link. And then also my podcast, Tina Talks A Lot. That's awesome. I want to get that 30 minutes. I want to know what you're up to. I'm sure it's very focused, very cool. So Tina, thank you for being you. When I moved back to Minnesota, even before I moved back to Minnesota, it was, I don't know, you were and are such an important part of my life and I could get choked up, but I'm not going to. And even though we don't see each other as much as I'd like, you're always on my brain. And I think about you often. And thanks for being a beacon of light to me and so many people in our community. Like I said, when I started, I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast and I'm pumped to be on the 200th episode. So I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) The 200th. Yeah, I love it. We'll do that. Awesome. Well, much success to you and your beautiful family. I know it's going to be a great year for you. And I want to thank our listeners. Thank you for listening to our 100th episode and for downloading us and for staying in touch. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram a little bit of Twitter and definitely LinkedIn. And again, if you have an event coming up, I'd love to partner with you. I'm doing a ton of keynotes this fall, keynotes with some group coaching on the back end. Super fun. You can find everything on Ursula Mencius. I know it's hard to spell M-E-N-T-J-E-S, UrsulaMencius.com. So you can go there and fill out a form and let us know how we can help you. And if you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift and get our six secrets to doubling your sales. It's a PDF, but it'll make your life and your day better. It's just a one pager. Thanks everybody. Email us, let us know how you're doing and make this your most epic month yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.